0: Predicting a disaster is impossible, but with God's guidance, you can certainly be prepared and help others make it through the toughest of times. How to plan and survive, right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus.
1: Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Surviving a disaster like the aftermath of a terrorist attack often depends on how prepared you are, both physically and spiritually. Our guest today is a disaster expert with years of experience leading emergency medical missions to some of the most troubled places in the world, like Somalia. Please welcome the author of When All Plans Fail, Dr. Paul Williams. Paul, welcome back. It's good to see you, my friend. Thank you. I want people to understand just what an expert you are on this. You actually helped Jewish Voice, before I came, when it was Hero Israel, establish a humanitarian program for people in places we work in now, like Ethiopia and Zimbabwe. You helped to get it off the ground. You have years, decades of experience with this. Talk about your background. Well, uh, I felt
2: called of God when I was just even just a teenager to go into missions and then specifically into medicine when I was 16 years old. And the Lord actually gave me a, um, a vision when I was 14 years old of being in a place where there were many dark-skinned individuals around me and there was a man preaching up front and uh, people around me were raising their hands in praise to God. And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, I want you to be a missionary. And I said, Lord, I'm willing to be a missionary, uh, but why was I not on the platform uh, doing the preaching? And the Lord uh, later on led me and said, I want you to be a medical missionary and I realized that I was going to be a missionary different than what I thought a traditional missionary would be but I went then over to Yamasuku, Ivory Coast when I was appointed as a missionary with the Assemblies of God and uh, this was in uh, sub-Saharan um, uh, desert in, in, in Africa where they had 1200 leaders from all over Africa and in one of the services There was a man preaching up front, and I was in the service of 1,200 people from all over Africa. And they had their hands in praise and worship the Lord. I saw what I'd seen when I was 14 years of age. I knew I was where God called me. And subsequently, God called me to work among the Jewish people out of Isaiah 49.6, where he said, It's too small a thing for me to give you Jacob and Israel, which I've kept back, but also make you a light to the Gentiles and bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. It turns out that was the same verse that Paul the Apostle God used to call him to the Gentiles. Well, God used that same verse to have me work with the Jewish people doing Aliyah uh, back to Israel. So when we met, and I realized what you were doing, the tremendous impact that you were having working among the Jewish diaspora, I said, we got to have a medical component to that to be able to reach out and touch the people. You know, one of the most effective ways of bringing people to Yeshua is by meeting their physical needs. Now,
1: what's interesting is we were doing cultural events, festivals of Jewish music and dance, but when you brought the humanitarian component, medical care, eye care, dent- dentistry, medicines, all free of charge, we, we earned a, the right to share our faith. People saw that we cared and then they wanted to know what we knew. Absolutely. For, for me it was a delight that first time up in
2: Gondor when the festival uh, that you were going to do fell apart. The plans for that fell through. You weren't able to do that. So the team from uh, your team joined with the medical team, and you became part of the medical team. That was an absolute wonderful and that experience. The first one
1: in Ethiopia was just incredible, it and really we've been was. working there ever since. We seem to feel like we're so far removed from all this; it could never happen to us. But it can, and in fact, Paul, if I'm reading the scriptures correctly and we live in the times that I think we live in, it will happen to us.
2: And you know what, I've been in 105 countries now, and no matter where I've gone, there is not a sense of peace. There's this sense of unrest. There's a sense that something else is gonna come down, That another shoe's gonna drop. More problems are going to come and look at the border situation even within our own nation where people from many different nations are coming across and some of them are terrorists. It actually has uh, been note, uh, you know, put in the public uh, eye that some of the people coming across actually have intent of harming us here in the United States. And we need to be aware of that. And I tell you what, that's where being close to the Holy Spirit, being close to God is going to help us know when we need to do something, go to a different place, Uh, leave an area where we're at and he'll warn us ahead of time. And you know something, one of the things that uh, has always blessed me has been the story about Joshua. Uh, remember when he made the uh, pact with the people from Gibeon, when they came and they lied to him and said, we've come from a far country, and they, they fooled Joshua and the leadership. And one of the uh, sad things in the Bible is when it says that Joshua and the elders didn't seek the Lord first, and they made this pact with these Gibeonites. Right. Uh, and then a few days later, they find out these Gibeonites are just over the hill, and they had lied to them. But because they'd made the pact and a, a covenant, they felt they had to do what they uh, uh, had agreed to do, and that is to defend the Gibeonites. So the Gibeonites, when they were attacked by five different kings against them, they called out to Joshua and said, you've got to come and protect us. Well, here Joshua was called to to fight against the enemies of Gibeon, and uh, he was fighting a battle he never should have been in. And this is one of the things I think is real hope. A lot of people say, well, if I was living right and doing everything right, then God's going to be there for me. But this was a battle that Joshua and the children of Israel were never supposed to be in. But when they came and they obeyed the covenant that they had actually made with these people, and God heard their cry, and God heard the prayer of Joshua and the leaders, forgive us for having made this pact, God gave one of the greatest victories that's ever happened. The sun stood still. The moon stood still for almost an extra day, and God gave me one of the greatest victories. And so for me, I don't have to think that I've got to always be perfect. I can't be making any mistakes. Then God's going to come to my aid. There are times when I've failed, when I've done things wrong. And yet, if I truly repent, God will still come to my rescue. He will help me. And so, if you find yourself in a situation where you say, but why would God help me now? I've goofed up. I've made a lot of mistakes. But if we truly repent
1: and come to him, God's going to give
2: us some incredible victories. And I believe in this these days. This is for
1: many of you watching. I just feel a quickening in my spirit as Paul's talking that you may feel unworthy. You may feel unloved. You may feel like God has abandoned you. But he has not not only does he want to restore you, he wants to use you. so Paul absolutely. A disaster scenario. What, what do we need to do to prepare? and to really be the light that God has called us to be? Well, first of all, it is individual preparedness, but then the second one is neighborhood preparedness and being salt and light
2: there. But the other one that we haven't really covered a lot is getting churches, our churches specifically involved, where training can occur, where the church can get behind taking care of the elderly, the handicapped, the single-parent uh, families, the moms that are by themselves. and So
1: many pastors that are watching today need to actually develop a preparedness plan and plug into what already exists. Absolutely. There's already a lot that exists, right? Yes, in fact. Well,
2: actually, not as many as there should be, but one of the great examples is ADRN, Austin Disaster Relief Network. They have networked 130 churches in that area. They've trained over 3,000 people on how to respond to disasters. And so many times when disasters occur in that area, the emergency response teams will ask ADRN to become involved. And so here you have believers that will be getting involved, helping these people. They have adopt a family program, so when certain families are devastated, churches will come alongside them, and they don't just start off preaching to them. That's not it. They preach by what they do. You you know, when you see a man naked, hungry, or cold, you don't just say to them, God bless you and be warm, but you give them the things that they need. And then what happens is, and we see that in the medical work that we do with Jewish Voice and everything, it opens up their heart to Yeshua. And then they receive Jesus. But first of all, you had to give them something that would meet their physical need, help them
1: in that way, then they open their heart to Jesus. Give a, we just have a minute left before a break. Uh, give us a scenario of a natural disaster a catastrophe that could take place in America and what that looks like. Well, hurricanes down in
2: Florida, for instance, is one thing I would uh, express to people. Uh, uh, un- unfortunately, me- most people in Florida do not already have their supplies at home that handle a hurricane. So the shelves empty in Florida, they automatically should have all their supplies at home before a hurricane hits. And also, if it looks like they're going to be in a really bad area, they should evacuate and plan ahead of time. And I think the same thing should happen in other areas of the United States as well.
1: Well, we have to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about practical things. We're not talking about preppers or or hoarding stuff. We're, we're, We're not talking about an extreme. We're talking about very practical things that you can do to prepare. We have a quick break, much more with Dr. Paul Williams still ahead, and then later we'll take you to a small village in Ethiopia that suffered for years without the benefit of clean water until God sent us to help. It is a remarkable, inspiring story that you don't want to miss. We live in a world filled with uncertainty. The Bible
0: warned us that in the last days, there would be an increase in earthquakes, natural disasters, wars, and rumors of wars. Terrorist attacks are imminent. The world economy is fragile, and economic crisis is looming. Now you can be prepared. When All Plans Fail delivers step-by-step instructions on how you can be ready for any catastrophe. Dr. Williams, the former director of Operation Blessing for CBN, has led over 200 medical missions around the world, making him an expert on disaster preparedness. For your gift of $40 or more, we'll send you When All Plans Fail. Along with the book, we'll also include the companion workbook, a practical guide to prepare yourself for any disaster. Be prepared to protect your family and provide help to your neighbors when disaster strikes. This book and workbook will assure you peace and confidence while others are experiencing fear and anxiety. There is also a 21 day action plan to guarantee your family and friends will be safe. Remove your worry and stress. Prepare for any disaster with expert and easy to follow advice. Call now and take advantage of this important offer. And if you respond now, we will include this informative DVD, Where Are We on God's Prophetic Timeline? Featuring a panel of end time prophecy experts, including Dr. Mark Hitchcock and Jan Markell. Join Jonathan Burnus to answer questions like, which events happening today are fulfilling end times prophecy? What nation will the Antichrist come from? Will America be destroyed in the last days? If you respond to this offer today, not only will you be providing protection for your family and friends when disaster strikes you will also be helping us provide protection for jewish people and their neighbors already in need protection from polluted water through our life straw water purifiers protection from disease through medical care and medicines and protection from blindness through our eye clinics and eye surgeries we've helped thousands but millions are still waiting for us To help them through their disaster most importantly you can help them hear the life transforming gospel and find eternity through a relationship with jesus the messiah so pick up the phone and call the number on your screen or send your gifts of support to post office box 6 phoenix arizona 85001 god said that he would bless those that bless the jewish people don't miss out on this opportunity to prepare your home when disaster strikes AND AT THE SAME TIME HELP RESTORE JEWISH HOMES IN CRISIS.
1: WELCOME BACK. IF YOU JUST TUNED IN, uh, MY GUEST IS DR. PAUL WILLIAMS who has written a very, very important book, and it's one that uh, I think you need to pay close attention to. When all plans fail, be ready for disasters. Now it's also a workbook, Paul, and practical steps, 21 days. Talk about the workbook and the book together. Yes,
2: in fact, if you follow that 21-day plan, you will actually be well on your way of being prepared to be able to handle... uh, Common disasters, and of course, if you're ready for your everyday common disasters that could occur or problems,
1: you're going to be ready for more zebras that might come along. The unusual things. You know, Paul. It seems to me that there's two kind of a division of two, two groups of people. First of all, the people that go to extremes. They yes. are preppers, and they're hoarding things. They they actually have maybe moved into the mountains, even mm-hmm. uh, stockpiling weapons, and they're getting ready for the last days. Mm-hmm. And uh, Uh, They're getting ready for total chaos and disorder, going far on one extreme. The other extreme are people that are not paying attention at all to the signs, Mm -hmm. and the idea of preparation is totally foreign, and we're just trusting in God, and uh, we don't really believe Mm -hmm. that it's going to affect us, that we're going to, well, after 9-11, we kind of fell back into this mode where we're just living for the now. And you're, you're saying something that I think is relevant and, and solid biblical uh, grounding that we have to be prepared. Absolutely. We don't go to extremes, but we don't ignore the signs of the times either. Yes. We're living in a time where we're facing te- re- the reality of terrorism and economic collapse and so on. And things can, things can really cave in quicker than we imagine, right? Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why I really think that.
2: The wise man does prepare because he sees different problems coming. But, you know, do you have an umbrella in your car when it's going to rain? Do you have jumper cables in your car? Uh, do you have a grab-and-go
1: bag? You You're know? embarrassing me, uh, <laughs> none of the above. Uh, because there's always somebody that will come to, with AAA or whatever. But all that will dis- can disappear very, very quickly. Uh,
2: yes, and in fact, if a whole bunch of people need the help, it's not going to be
1: there. And that's why you've got to be prepared yourself. You gave a great example earlier. Uh, when we were talking, if you're on an airplane and uh, something happens to the plane, they tell you to, in the preparation um, message, to put on your oxygen uh, mask first first. so that you don't pass out uh, and then you're able to help other people. So you you first have to be prepared yourself. You have to get what you need to help others the so. foundation
2: of all preparedness is individual preparedness yeah. and all disasters are local you know you you know, a disaster is when uh, something happens in our life. It's, it's another mild problem when it happens to someone else. But when it happens to us, it's really a
1: disaster. No, I, I, I say this a lot. I heard this as a young believer. Everything God gives you, he gives with someone else in mind. I think it's yes. a great yes. statement that you're were to be conduits for the, for the yes. power of God, for the blessing of God, yes. for the provision of God. And what you're advocating here, Paul, is to get prepared so that not only for yourself but so that you can be a servant, a an, an aid, a blessing, the God's divine provision for others. Absolutely critical.
2: Absolutely. In fact, one of the chapters I have in my book is called Transformers because I really believe that God is wanting to raise up transformers, those that God puts on their heart. I want to make a difference in my church, in my neighborhood, uh, in my region. And so it really takes a transformer, somebody that's called of God, and somebody says, well, I I can't do that. That's something I should let doctors do, or nurses do, or somebody that's involved in EMT work. I have found that many people who have a gift for organization may not have any professional background, but they're very good at bringing people together. I say, if God's calling you and saying, I want you to do something in your church, then you could talk to your pastor, get your pastor to agree to it, and then you could have people come in and train people and have uh, grab and give go. Give the noise. book and workbook. Absolutely. Give it to your
1: pastor. Now, you said something earlier that I want to restate. You give uh, things to prepare family and friends for gifts. Yes. Like, you, just a simple thing like a water purifier, a life yes. straw, right? Absolutely. Just give it as a gift. Have a water purifier. Uh, for your family, have water stored, have some food, have some medicine, uh, just very, very practical things. Absolutely. In fact, one Christmas, I bought buckets of food, uh, freeze-dried food. It, it was over
2: $100 a bucket for the family. Uh, they said that's the strangest Christmas gift they'd ever received. But we also gave backpacks with, had in there water purification uh, uh, bottles, also water tablets, uh, you know, purification but tablets. But it could
1: be the best gift they ever received. Absolutely. It will be in the midst of a disaster, a crisis. Yes. It will be the greatest gift they ever received physically, spiritually. It's eternal life, but to share eternal life, you have to earn the platform.
2: Yes, and I found that sometimes young people just don't have the same interest in that area. They don't want to put their money in that area, or they think it's not going to happen to them. In fact, when you're young, you think you're going to live forever. Ever now that I've got yeah. a little bit of gray hair on my head, I just realize how <laughs> short life is, you know. But we want to be prepared, but you know, we're not going to live here forever. Our goal is to be with Jesus, and ultimately, He is our
1: bridegroom, and we need to get ready for Him, and we need to be looking forward to His coming. We do, and our and our our purpose on this earth is to fulfill the destiny. Yes, you have a destiny, by the way, and God wants you to fulfill that destiny. It begins spiritually. Yes, getting right with Him, getting close to Him, spending time with Him, not treating God like a spare tire, but cultivating the the ear of the spirit of our spirit to hear God warn us, get ready, do this, do that, go left, go right, we can hear
2: God that way. Absolutely. In fact, the Bible says very clearly, what is the most important thing we do? And when Jesus was asked, what, what do we do to attain eternal life? And he gave them the answer of uh, loving Lord the God with all your heart, the Shema Israel, hear the Lord thy God uh, is one, and that you love him with all your heart and soul and everything in you. But like unto that, love your neighbor as yourself. And he says, if you do these things, you'll fulfill all the law and the prophets. You're going to do everything God wants in your life if you really look out for your neighbor like you look out for yourself as you take care of your family. He says, he that doesn't take care of his own family is worse than an infidel. So we've got to be prepared individually. We've got to
1: prepare our families and we've got to help our neighbors. Paul, one minute left. 21 day, you've developed a 21 day day plan. plan. Give us a 45 second overview of the plan.
2: Well, in other words, well, it's 21 different steps that you can take. In other words, whether or not you're going to get food ready, whether or not you get your insurance uh, things in order, whether you're going to get things ready for school, f- whether you've gotten pet supplies ready. In other words, you've got to be able to take care of your pets. And a lot of people don't even think about their pets, but grab-and-go bags for pets, medicines for pets. There's even a website for pets. Uh, pets911.com is one of the things they can go to.
1: <laughs> so Very, very practical. Yes. Well, I'm so glad you put it into a book. Uh, it's something we want to sow into your life as you help us to fulfill our mission to help people in desperate need when all plans fail it's a book, it's a workbook you need to be a doer of the word now's the time to prepare we know the season is upon us and we just need to be good stewards God wants to use you to to be prepared to help others and ultimately when you serve you have the opportunity to share the gospel which is the most important thing that anyone can ever hear. So fulfill your destiny. That's what Jewish Voice is all about, helping you to fulfill your destiny. Well, imagine never having clean water to drink. It's something that we all take for granted. Until recently, the population of a small village of Jews in Ethiopia suffered from polluted water. Many of their children died or suffered sickness and disease. But now, because many of you helped, they have clean water. The story that you're about to see is an amazing example of what we can accomplish with your help. Shalom from a rural village here in Northern Ethiopia on the outskirts of Tachgint. We're here with an entire community that identifies as Beta Israel we've been able to commit this morning to providing every household in this community which is 100 huts or households with a family life straw is going to provide clean drinking water no matter where the water comes from for an entire family for an entire year
0: you can see the water they really did need this filtration system this is where a lot of the source of a, a lot of their health issues come from is this very very dirty water we believe that Jewish Voice wants to bless this community with these life straw water filters. This one is for an entire family. However, we also would like to bless them with living water that is eternal. They had heard that Jewish Voice is coming to help. A lot of these people didn't make it to the clinic, so Jewish Voice is life straws to them. They welcomed us like we were brothers, which we are. And it was just so,
2: so touching to be able to give. They were so hungry to receive.
1: We're showing them how to use them so that they can have fresh water. and That's what the Lord is doing because the Lord loves them so much. Oh, we're just so, so blessed to be here. They just received us with their arms open, and they're just willing to, to hear the gospel. They're willing to receive us, and uh, it is such a blessing to be here. We're thrilled to be able to be a blessing in this way, and we've shared with the people that as they, as they take each cup of clean water out of this life straw, they would remember the Lord's love for them and the love of God's people for them and that they would remember we're praying for them.
0: We live in a world filled with uncertainty. The Bible warned us that in the last days, there would be an increase in earthquakes, natural disasters, wars, and rumors of wars. Terrorist attacks are imminent. The world economy is fragile and economic crisis is looming now you can be prepared when all plans fail deliver step-by-step instructions on how you can be ready for any catastrophe dr williams the former director of operation blessing for cbn has led over 200 medical missions around the world making him an expert on disaster preparedness for your gift of 40 dollars or more we'll send you when all plans fail along with the book. We'll also include the companion workbook, a practical guide to prepare yourself for any disaster. Be prepared to protect your family and provide help to your neighbors when disaster strikes. This book and workbook will assure you peace and confidence while others are experiencing fear and anxiety. There is also a 21-day action plan to guarantee your family and friends will be safe. Remove your worry and stress Prepare for any disaster with expert and easy-to-follow advice. Call now and take advantage of this important offer. And if you respond now, we will include this informative DVD, Where Are We on God's Prophetic Timeline? Featuring a panel of end-time prophecy experts, including Dr. Mark Hitchcock, and Jan Markel Join Jonathan Burnus to answer questions like which events happening today are fulfilling end times prophecy? What nation will the Antichrist come from? Will America be destroyed in the last days? If you respond to this offer today, not only will you be providing protection for your family and friends when disaster strikes, you will also be helping us provide protection for Jewish people and their neighbors already in need. Protection from polluted water through our life straw water purifiers. Protection from disease through medical care and medicines. And protection from blindness through our eye clinics and eye surgeries. We've helped thousands, but millions are still waiting for us to help them through their disaster. Most importantly, you can help them hear the life transforming gospel and find eternity through a relationship with Jesus the Messiah. SO PICK UP THE PHONE AND CALL THE NUMBER ON YOUR SCREEN. OR SEND YOUR GIFTS OF SUPPORT TO POST OFFICE BOX 6, PHOENIX, ARIZONA 85001. GOD SAID THAT HE WOULD BLESS THOSE THAT BLESS THE JEWISH PEOPLE. DON'T MISS OUT ON THIS OPPORTUNITY TO PREPARE YOUR HOME WHEN DISASTER STRIKES, AND AT THE SAME TIME HELP RESTORE JEWISH
1: HOMES IN CRISIS. Whoever has done this to the least of these, my brethren, has done it unto me. You have an opportunity, if not now, when? Uh, If not you, who is going to help? Anything you can do will make a difference. Until you've actually been there, you can't imagine how moving it is. You have a divine opportunity to help. We want to sow these books into your life. It's a book and a workbook, and you need to prepare now. So we want to sow these into your life as you help us to help people in desperate need. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks to Dr. Paul Williams for being here this week. As I close, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says, they shall prosper who love thee. So if you want to prosper, pray for the peace of Israel. Until next time, I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom. And God bless you.
0: Christians often have questions about Jewish customs and beliefs. Now it's time to set the record straight. From Passover to the Sabbath, we've got all the answers. Next time on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Bernis.